Alright, well good evening, 9pm here at Radio Free Brooklyn, which means that you are about to listen to Sitting with Jan Luca. I am Jan Luca. I will be sitting with you till 10pm tonight. And uh, this Saturday evening, I have a really cool thing. Um, this weekend is going to be the 86th birthday of Lloyd Price and uh, Lloyd Price is still alive and Lloyd Price made sang one of the most influential and uh, famous songs of the rock and roll period actually of the pre-rock and roll period because Lordy Miss Claudie came out in 1952 recorded in New Orleans which makes it before Elvis Presley um, it was a huge hit a huge hit and it was also very influential because it was the moment uh, it was a crossover hit was uh, in the rhythm and blues and the black music charts and crossed into the pop charts which meant that it got white teenagers dancing along with black Teenagers, very, very important in the age of segregation, especially in the Deep South, became a huge hit. Very important. Lloyd Price is still alive, and I visited him a couple of years ago for to do an article in Mojo magazine on him, and um, we we hung out and talked for a couple of hours actually of that period. I am going to play today in honor of his birthday. I'm going to play Lloyd Price talking about his time back then and talking about the writing and making of Lordy Miss Claudie. So that's coming up in just a, in about a little bit. (laughs) But I'm going to start off as usual. You know the drill by now, right? I'm going to start off by thanking the Get Rich Quick listeners and the Get Rich Quick crew. And I am going to um, start off by trying to butter them up so that they can hang out with me for the next hour. And uh, so I always start by playing a song about money or the lack thereof. And here is one by Jack McVeigh, and it's called Inflation Blues. Congressmen too, you've got me all frustrated and I don't know what to do. I've tried to make a dollar, I can't even save a cent. It takes all of my money just to eat and pay my rent. I've got those inflation blue, blue as I can be. I've got those inflation blue, blue as I can be. Now that almighty dollar, why isn't that just in name? No longer is it worth a buck, its power ain't the same. I'm not one of the wealthy, I can't afford the things I need. I have a lot of meatless days which have not been decreed. I've got those inflation blues, blue as I can be. I've got those inflation blues, blue as I can be. to Europe, food and all that stuff. Don't think that I'm a fussing, but ain't we done enough? I want to be a citizen who can shoulder his share. But till you stop inflation, all you ass won't give a care. I've got those inflation blues. 
Inflation Blues by Jack McVeigh. And that is for the Get Rich Quick crew and the Get Rich Quick listeners. Just to button them up so they can stick with me. <laughs> this weekend is Lloyd Price's 86th birthday still alive. And I'm going to play be playing him talking about his most famous and influential hit. And most covered hit, actually, Lordy Miss Claudie. Um, I'm going to play a few versions of that from different people. I'm going to play him singing the original 1952 version when he's talking about it. Because he brings us into the studio. And uh, that I'm going to play it then. But I'm going to play a couple of really interesting versions and related versions of the song. Um, that will uh, uh, give you an idea of what it is. And here is a first by the great Lemmy Kilmister of Motorhead with Slim Jim from the Stray Cats. And here it is, Lordy Miss Claudie. Baby, 
Mama, Junior Wells is Chicago band off a Delmark Records LP uh, from back in the ba- days when they did LPs uh, in 1965 to be exact. Hoodoo Man Blues, a very, very, very important CD, uh, sorry, LP um, uh, that came out in Chicago in the mid-60s. Anyway, Hey Lordy Mama, what a hot player, huh? Uh, and that was with Buddy Guy on guitar with him. And preceding that was Lordy Miss Claudie by Lemmy and Slim Jim. I take any excuse here to play Lemmy. And I'm going to keep up the uh, Lordy Miss Claudie vibe and the Lordy Lordy Mama vibe uh, by playing some uh, Joe Cocker here singing. Guess what he's singing? Lordy Miss Claudie. <laughs>
Lordy Mama there. That was J.J. Kale, the inimitable J.J. Kale there. Lordy Mama off a Rewind, a series of unreleased recordings. Came out about 10 or so years ago. Preceding that was Lordy Miss Claudie here at uh, Radio Free Brooklyn and uh, sitting with Jan Luca. If you have just tuned in, you're probably about a third ish or so, or a bit more, or a bit less of a way through it at this point. Um, I am playing this, of course, is Radio Free Brooklyn. We are a 501. C3, did I get the initials right? Probably not. But anyway, we're a charity. We're a community-based station. We are teaching kids also about uh, media literacy and how to do podcasting and radio broadcasting. Uh, We're also broke. (laughs) We also uh, need money. We are supported. We get to do this because of you, listeners like you. So if you have any loose change jangling around in your pockets and you can drop some into a hat or a bucket for us that really would be awesome we do this for free we love doing it and we believe in it we believe in community and we believe in radio so um there's a tons of way you can do that on the radiofreebrooklyn.com website uh, there's buttons all over the place and uh, nothing too small nothing too big everything little thing helps every big thing helps too uh and we can keep doing these things rather like what i'm doing right now which is a birthday salute here at sitting with jan luca to lordy miss claudie well to lloyd price who sang lordy miss claudie back in 1952 um i'm going to be playing from uh when i interviewed him him talking about that song and why it was so important and what the climate in deep south louisiana was like in the uh in the early 50s and um with the segregation and everything and what lordy miss claudie did to break that uh it came out before rosa parks and before martin luther king so it was a big deal i'm going to be playing lord price singing lordy miss claudie but i'm going to play that while he's or in the middle of him talking about it I'm getting closer to Lloyd Price. I'm moving to a version that comes from New Orleans, Louisiana, the place where it was recorded. And the great James Booker was a one-eyed, junky, gay, piano-playing genius. He was an absolute genius. And um, he, he OD'd and died oh, about 30 years ago, I think, by now. Um, but he really, he was Dr. John's running partner. They did a lot of gigs together. And um, James Booker's amazing. So here is a James Booker's take on Lordy Miss Claudie. <laughs> Gotta be me because I give you all of my money. I said, You just won't treat me right, won't treat me right. You like your ball in the morning, don't come back till late at night. I'm gonna tell, I'm gonna tell my mama. You've been doing to me You left me 
I was in my mother's shop one day, supposed to be helping her, and I heard this disc jockey come on air. Lord and Miss Cardi, eat your mother's homemade pies and drink Maxwell House coffee. I knew then he was a black jockey because the only time before that when I heard voices that we thought might have been colored was when Joe Lewis fought. Remember, that's the only hero we had. We had no other reason to listen to the radio. And then Jackie Robinson in 1947. So that was two. So the only reason why we would listen to radio was because of music. The news had nothing to do with us. Black people was not allowed to vote enough. We was not in politics. And the only day that we really listened to radio was on Sunday. Why? Because they allowed gospel music to be played all day on Sundays and they preach. And our parents listened to the preaching and the singing. That's why gospel music was so popular back during that time. Oh, right. And the early rock and roll records or R&B records, I think, used to be old spirituals, too. Well, that's right. That's where, yeah. that's where it all came from.
Well, that was Roy Brown singing Good Rockin' Tonight. Roy Brown, of course, that came out, by the way, in 1947. And I played that uh, because that was the sound of the U.S., in the 40s it was a post-war r&b boom and that is considered the first ever rhythm and blues single at the time it was sit down post-war austerity climate of radio ballads i mean sorry of of, of ballads and uh, bebop uh, and jazz really and uh, this uh, good rockin tonight came out of new orleans was really the first uh, the first say um, urban urban musics for teenagers and also played that because uh when lloyd price was talking about gospel um that roy brown was a gospel shouter actually and he had he wrote that song basically he got a gospel song put secular words to it and that's what Lloyd Price was talking about just a couple of minutes ago. So uh, that's why I played it. And and you notice it's quite polished, right? A lot of brass, a lot of like real musicians on it. So all right, I'll let Lloyd Price take it over from now on. It is his birthday after all. Lloyd Price, take it away, maestro. Don Roby and Art Roop start to record artists, you know, young kids writing. Music was more or less academically connected than anything else. Big record companies didn't record people like me. You had to have some kind of degree. Oh. You had to come from Berkeley or one of these schools of music. You had to either be a great horn player. That's where bebop came from. Because Dizzy and Charlie Parker and these people, they was educated in music. We had no education, period. We could hardly speak the language. <laughs> You know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah. so it was not an easy... Tr that, to me, was a miracle. When Dave Bartholomew said Art Root from Specialty Records, who had Sam Cooke and the Soul Series, he had a bunch of the gospel stuff. Don Roby had the other half. Art Root was a white guy in California who had lived in Pennsylvania listening to Baptist church churches, which was just three or four blocks away from his house. So he would sit in front of church every Sunday morning listening to the choirs. That gave him the idea of recording this music. I kind of interrupted you. You were telling me you were in your mother's shop trying to figure out the chords on the piano. And Dave Bartholomew came in. <clears throat> and Lord and Miss Claudia was in my head. You know, I had a little girl called Nellie Smith. I mean, Nellie Dukes, who was my girlfriend. Instead of singing Nellie Dukes, uh, singing about Nellie, I chose uh, to sing about Lordy Miss Claudie. That was Nellie in my mind. Oh, now, Lordy, Lordy, Lordy Miss Claudie. The Miss Claudie was Nellie. Oh, okay. And that was my blues, my blues feeling because she had quit me. And so Dave Bartholomew one day came into the shop for a sandwich, as I understand it heard me playing that. And he told me, he said, listen, play that little song for me again, just like that. I played it for him. He said, that could be a hit. I didn't know what he was talking about. Total different language that, you know, I had, that was never in my terminology. You know, making records, a hit, smash. 
He said, there's a guy coming here from California, want to record young black artists, and you might be his first one. I played it for him again. He said, when the guy come here, I want you to play it for him. Sure enough, Art Roop came down. I played it for him. He and his wife, Lee Roop, said, oh, this is going to be a smash. I had no idea, no clue what they were talking about. They invited me down to J&M Music Cosmos, and the day I went down there, I didn't even have the bus fare because I lived in Kenner. It cost 11 cents to go down there. The bus driver let me go free and got me a transfer on a streetcar to go down to North Rampart Street. I recorded the song. I didn't know I needed a B-side, so I made up words for the B-side, one take. But what was incredible that day, Fats Domino walked into the studio. And Dave Bartholomew said, Fats, since he was his producer, now that I understood all of it, he said, Fats, set your big butt down over there on that piano, and I want you to play on this record. Fats came in, and he never quit playing the piano. He always running something up and down. So he played this beautiful introduction, rolling the piano. Nobody has ever played it since the way he played it. And I was scared to death. Oh, now, Lordy, 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 Miss Claudia. And that became, that became the beginning of the freedom of listening to music, both socially and, and, and integrated.
when Dave Bartholomew uh, came in, did you have the words for Lord Divorce Claudia? No, I didn't. Happened? I didn't. <clears throat> I kept repeating the same verse. I didn't know anything about, you know, beginning, middles, and yeah. ending. Dave said, you got to have verses got to be different. So I sung about things I knew. Lordy, Lordy, Miss Carter, you sure look good to me. I'm going to tell my mama. There was a name that I know about this. And uh, uh, you're wheeling and you're rocking just as fine as you could be. All of this was the truth. So I just picked things out of my head that I knew. He says, okay, three times. Fats Domino going to play the music again. Lee Allen is going to play the solo. And then you sing it twice out. But do not repeat the verses. That's how it got recorded. Oh, so did you make up the words in the studio? Made it up in the studio. Oh, Lordy Miss Claudia. Yeah. And the and the B-side. The B-side, Mailman Blues, because I wanted to go to the Army. I was, you know, I was just turning 18, and I really wanted to get out of Kenner. And everybody turned 18, was in the Navy, the Coast Guard. They left. They wanted to get out of that little town. Oh, so, <clears throat> so, oh, so you made up Lordy Miss Claudia on the spot? On um, the spot. Oh. Yes. Oh, wow. So... <laughs> It wasn't your, was that the first song you ever wrote? Very first song. Oh, you never written a song? No. It's been recorded 168 times since then by the greatest rockers in the world. Uh, How many copies do you think it sold? Oh, man. We got to say all together with Tom Jones, the Beatles, Paul McCartney, you name them. 168 times it's been re-recorded. We must say this record got to be in over 200 million households. Um, how many did it sell, sell at the time? It was a huge hit, right? Super. They claim it was the first million seller ever to sell a million copies. Um, so, I mean, this is quite a watershed moment in musical history because somehow Lordy Miss Claude, was that the first crossover hit? Yes, yes. According to Art Root, the president of Specialty Records. Yeah. The next record to sell a million copies was three years later, 1957, uh, Perry Como had Impossible. Mm. Yeah, mixed feelings about that one. <laughs> it had nothing to do with our music. No, but no. what it did have something to do with, Lord and Miss Claudia, from that being such a big record, started uh, RCA and General Electric and Frigidaire oh, yeah. to build more jukeboxes. Oh. Most different kind of things to play music on. Yeah, yeah, but I'm I'm gonna get 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 back to Lordy Miss Claudie for a second because I don't think if I, again I wasn't there. <laughs> That's why I'm asking <laughs> you. It, uh, uh, I don't think say the Fat Man or Roy Brown. I think that was just on the black stations, right? Or oh on yeah, the black side. They were. I race think records. so. Yeah. I, I don't think they. Crossed. And there was race on the records, mm. but Lordy Miss Claudie never had any of that. Oh, so, okay, so what did Lordy Miss Claudia have, do you think, that the others didn't have that made it crossover? Well, the first thing happened was it was truly rock and roll. C.J. McLenn played a lick on the guitar, a single-string lick that had never, ever happened before. Guitars up to that point was only accompaniments. They would just play rhythm. C.J. played, Bedong dang go don't get dang go do in the backbeat. Boom, you know, right in the middle of that. So that was really rock and roll. You can rock on it. First time it ever happened. And then Earl Palmer back there with that backbeat, and he played what they call 6-8, a 6-8 shuffle on the drums. 
yakka-ta-bang, yakka-ta-bang, with the foot on the one, boom. So that was really rock. And that's why we believe that Laudamus Claudia was what they call rock and roll, started this new craze of music with people dancing to rock and roll. It was easier for all the young kids to get into that instead of learning how to jitty-bug and throw people over their head or boogie-woogie. It was easier for them to try to rock in the j than to do the boogie-woogie because mm. you had to have some kind of talent to do yeah. what these people did, throwing each other over their head, swinging through their legs. The new music, they didn't have to do that. They just had to stand still and rock. Who wouldn't pat their foot to Fats Domino? I haven't met that person. <laughs> James Brown. You know what I mean? I haven't met that Once person. Once Earl Palmer... And 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 Earl McLean, I mean C.J. McLean, stopped playing that beat, and Fats Domino playing triplets on the holding that bottom together, you know, with those dun 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 boom, dun dun dun. It was easy. What I had mentioned to you before is that I believe that um, that rock and rolls desegregated America as much, or at least earlier than the official civil rights movement. Because oh well, that it, happens. Laudamus Claudia was out three years before Rosa Parks sat on the bus. Exactly, yeah. And uh, 10 years before Martin Luther King marched right. in 1963. These was the same people mm -hmm. that had segregated earlier in the 50s with this rock or this new music. Oh, music was the cause of all of it. I even believe music got Barack in the White House. This was the grandparents. That DNA just kept going as it is today. When you had the hit, the enormous hit with Rody Miss Claudie. Um, well, first of all, did that take you by surprise? It did. I had no idea. Let me tell you, my brother and I was riding home with my father, and I think he turned the radio on in the truck when the record was halfway through. And he said, Lord Price, Lord and Miss Claudie. So my brother said, Is that you? I said, I don't know. I, I didn't hear no playback, and I didn't tell anybody. I had made a record until that day because, you know, Art Root had given me $50. I want to keep that a secret. <laughs> so then he played it again. He said, I'm playing this record for the 10th time today. This is Lloyd Price, a little boy from Kenner, Louisiana. It's going to change the sound of music. Okie dokie Smith said that because it was his theme. Oh, right. Yeah. Oh. He, he was the biggest jockey. He was... Like he started personality radio. Um, so then what was, do you remember then the first time you performed after you had that hit? Yes, I do. Ooh. It was at the Dewdrop in New Orleans. Oh, wow, okay. Yeah, Frank Pena's Dewdrop. Frank Pena drove out to Kenner to talk to my parents because, you know, you couldn't do nothing unless you was 21 back then. Up in LaSalle, right? Yeah, exactly. And it was like the biggest club in New Orleans. I think white people used to sneak in there on the weekends because you couldn't tell. It was on LaSalle Street and the 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 Creole people and the Cajuns. So you didn't know whether they were black or white, but I'm sure a lot of them was white people that would come to that club like they did in Harlem, that kind of thing. You know what I mean? So <clears throat> he drove out to the house to talk to my mother and father about me coming to the Dewdrop for two weeks. Oh, because you were underage? Yeah. Oh. You had to be 21. Oh, yeah. So, and they, they really were strict about that. So he said, I'll give him $50 a night. I was making $26 a week. 
He's going to give me $50 a night to do what I love doing, singing. But he said, you can't sing with your band. You got to use my band. So I went in rehearsal with his band. I had to have, I had to have a half-hour show. So I sung Lordham's Claude and Mailman Blues. I might have sung Good Rockin' Tonight or Joe Turner's Shake, Rattle and Road to do that half hour. Anyway, I was a hit. The, after I did the two weeks, he said, now I want you to do 30 nights. I'm going to give you $100 a night. Just like that. And it never stopped going since then. It went from $100 a night to 10000 to 35000 a night. Oh, wow. Yeah. Nice. Oh, not bad for an 18-year-old. Exactly. <laughs> well, maybe because the music, because why? Because the generations had started to change. They were not listening to their parents. They was not going with that evangelist. The kids wanted to break away from that, as they are doing right now. You know, they these generations are changing. So I've been able to see how all of that happened through music. birthday Lloyd Price 86 years old this weekend and still alive and that was um, Lloyd telling me personally about the times that he lived in when he was a teenager and we just heard Mailman Blues which was side B of um, of uh, 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 and we just heard Mailman Blues, which was the B-side to Lordy Miss Claudie. Came out at the same time, sold just as many copies. Huh. All right, well, um, I'm going to play a, another hit by, um, by Lloyd Price, Personality. Oh, over and over, I tried to prove my love to you. 
Hey gang, this is Lloyd Price. You're listening to Sitting with John Lucas. The night was clear and the moon was yellow and the leaves came tumbling down. Big fight. 
talking about the bad man Cool old Staggerly Staggerly, Sibili Man, you know I can't go with that I done won all your money And your great big stairs and hat Talking about the bad man Cool old Staggerly Staggerly said, Billy, man, don't take my life. I got two lovely children. I got a very lovely wife. Talking about the bad man. Cruel old Staggerly. Shot Billy, shot the boy so bad. The bullet went through Billy, broke the bartender's looking glass. Talking about the bad man, cool old Staggerly. If you ever down in Louisiana, going to the Lions Club, every foot you be stepping in. Billy the Lion Blood Talking about that bad man Bad man Cruel old Staggerly It could be on a rainy morning It could be on a rainy night Oh Staggerly And Billy the Lion Had a great big fight Talking about that bad man Cruel old Staggerly Stagger Lee there by Taj Mahal, preceded by birthday boy Lloyd Price singing Stagger Lee, another big hit for him actually. Um, and uh, preceding that was Personality by uh, also by Lloyd Price. Uh, if you have just tuned in, you have just missed sitting with Jan Luca here at Radio Free Brooklyn. I have been Jan Luca and I am thrilled to have been sitting with you for the last hour and thank you very much for sitting with me i really humongously appreciate it on the 20th of march this month uh sitting with jan luca will be moving to uh still radio free brooklyn but on to wednesday 6 p.m so mark that in your diaries <laughs> and join me if you want to get in touch with me by the way sitting with jan luca also has an instagram account sitting with g I welcome all comments. I welcome everybody and everything because uh, I'm super grateful to have this gig. So I'm going to uh, wrap up with because Staggerly in the interest of integration, which is what Lloyd Price really fought his whole life for. I'm going to play a white version of Staggerly. I'm going to play bluegrass version of Staggerly. It's the same story, different song, I guess. And uh, leave you with this. It's Staggerly. Thanks for listening, guys. Thank you.
Don't stand 